Welcome to Good Eyes Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, participating with us because uh, without that, we wouldn't bother showing up. So this is always about soundness to sound frequency vibration. And uh, as you know that we've shared before, it, we're a, a series or a synergy of um, varying frequencies at any given time that stream to not only record these podcasts, but just experience and express through a physical form. And so there's different vibrations within the consciousness of these frequencies that will show up, if you like, or flow through every cell in this um, body that is then sharing what we're sharing right now. So what we've noticed with people is they're very attached as a singular entity within their physical form because they're thinking very linear, just like, you know, there's um, an obsession or, or um, you know, this need always to focus on material things or just to perceive through a limited context. And we're not talking about anyone in particular, just generally speaking, and even if that's not you, you would come across daily people who are of that nature. And it's all exquisite and all beautiful. But you get to a point in your journey or adventure, if this is relevant to you, and but this is about the share that we're going to um, talk about with you, is there can be a physical form that expresses itself in um, a very, when you look at it, for some would see a human form. But then you go beyond that and you go deeper into the frequencies and through the, uh, through the eye of Shiva, or you might call it the first eye or third eye, it doesn't really matter, but recognising that you're a multidimensional being also opens infinite gateways that allow different synergistic frequencies to come together and collaborate to form a voice, you know, and not always a voice, we're using a voice to use, utilise and share podcasts, but this particular podcast was triggered by a, a former client of ours, someone that used to come and talk to and wanted to um, very intensively grow but always got stuck in holding patterns by choice. It wasn't something that nothing is done to you. It's something that uh, certainly this person and others, we all choose, just like we're choosing to collaborate and come forward in a voice or um, tonal frequencies that have this share. But for those of you, yeah, we get that, you know, because some of you who are already understanding this and, and moving on in your, your life with that may have not come across another physical presence that's got a sort of living in a, a cellular structure within a human form that you might not have that in your current circle of people around you. And sometimes no matter where you are in the world, because, you know, there's no such thing as distance, um, energetically speaking, just like there's no such thing as separation when, you, when you're recognising and living the embodied energy of a multidimensional reality, you're simply moving through different um, gateways of existence and uh, you can play anything out that you want to or bring forward information that you've got from another gateway into wherever it is that you want to. That's, you know, a, a freedom within uh, allowing different frequencies to flow. But in order for people to... Oh, let's go back to what we've just been asked by someone. So how do you... One of the things that have just come up by um, someone who's listening to the podcast is, so how do you start attracting? Because, you know, the big thing in this world is law of attraction and, you know, you've got Dr. Joe Dispenza and so many other people um, sharing that. But some people like him and others have got an amazing platform or they've created the platforms to be able to share this on um, 
a platform that many people can hear. But that's not everyone's story, right? Not everyone is here and present to navigate those neural pathways to create such a platform. Some of you are just simply present in your own environment, (laughs) navigating your neural pathways uh, and wondering why you feel like you're on your own (laughs) and that no one around you has had these experiences where you know you've shifted, you know you've already created another another new you. You know that who you were a moment ago has already shifted and that whatever you were participating in possibly in your life is no longer a reality of, you you know. So we ourselves had that experience because, you know, uh, those that navigated the neural pathways prior to us coming in to share this collaboration were creating a vibrational uh, frequency in um, a series of um, bath hand, foot and bath soaks. And of course when the shift again yet happens and this body is always experiencing these kinds of shifts where it's moved into something else. And we've come in because we're working on the Desert Stirt P project and this was the year that we uh, chose to move it to the next stage because where we come from, we've already moved on from it. It's already been um, created, it's already been lived in. In fact, they're, you know, they rise up above what you think is your highest tree canopy, you know, or, you know, so um, way, way higher actually. And so when you look out in an apartment building in this world and you can just see rooftops of other houses or, or homes or dwellings, you know, with us, we experience being in some areas amongst the clouds of existence and the treetops are just hovering around the the gateway or the doorway into the pods. And there's series, different different series of them in different pockets of um, this existence. And it's a bit like, how you know, it's a bit like if you, you watch the Doctor Who and you go into the TARDIS and there's all this spatial thing. So all things energetically can be navigated and uh, expanded upon. So even though when you look at that show, if you're not into that, that's fine. Maybe check it out and see what we're talking about. Um, It it sort of opened a a storyline or a possibility of what could be actually possible. Well, in a reality that we come from, it's, it's not too dissimilar but not the same that is created in these pods. So... We wanted to get the ball rolling in this particular frequency that this body is living in the density of. But the vehicle itself is something that constantly shifts in frequency. So, yeah, so we can hear you. <laughs> so we're, we're sharing this with there's, there's someone in particular that's listening to this podcast even as we record it. We're directing that at you and in that group because you're in pockets around the, the, the this world. So how do you attract it? Well, the fact that you found this podcast, that's one attraction. Your frequency in that desire to connect with others who are openly expressing this constant shifting. And those of you who aren't quite understanding what we're saying, check out some of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work because in his latest ones, latest YouTube talks, he shares about the supernatural. And, of course, supernatural is a term to express something that is going beyond what you currently think is your limitation. For some, that feels like it's a supernatural thing, but really whatever you're moving into is another stage of being in a a natural state. You're just expanding your consciousness, expanding your awareness within that consciousness and then shifting in your frequencies, you know, connected to beta, theta, gamma. And we would then say, like, 
you know, we know uh, Lord Ganesh very, very intimately. He's beyond that gamma frequency. It's where he absolutely resides within that. And yet he shows up in people's lives very, very physically. So beings like that, beings of that nature, whether it's Vishnu, and yes, we do tend to talk about the Indian Parthenon, but just remember they're not the Indian Parthenon to where we come from. They're beings that we resonate with because we're also co-communers, co-curators, and we shift, all of us shift in different frequencies of understanding of constantly expressing ourselves through infinity. So that's why that comes up. But because also there's a resonance that still um, remembers the infinite possibilities. And, and yogis that have gone before... Um, have always expressed this. So people like him, like Dr. Joseph Spencer, and others who have shared that and the community that he's now created, many of those people and many of you who are listening really get it. You get that, you know, you're creating your own motor neurons, you're creating your um, – through your penal gland, but you, you're really switched on and understanding, not through the terminology of endocrine, limbic system and nervous system – it's not about the terminology you use, although some people, and we've had a client that also wanted to know the factual understanding, so very big on terms, very big on the analysing, but I want to know. And we would then come in and say, when you let go of that neediness to know, you know, because even the, the, the equipment that's being used to monitor brain waves is still limited in its infrastructure because it's created by still within uh, people who are still open to expanding but are still limiting how they create the monitors to ca to show these brain waves although that's changing even as we're speaking and in in many realities it's already way beyond but you get to a stage in your journey where you don't need that physical what is perceived as proof that yeah you go into these states of frequencies and you're visibly able to see the different patterns. When you're one of these beings that have experienced it, and and definitely that's not to lesser um, his work and other people's works because it's definitely needed in this world because people want to touch base. And if you do feel isolated in your own journey and expansion and you're not having anyone around you who gets these kinds of um, discussions, then it can feel very isolating. And so then you know, we highly recommend you speak outwardly into the universe itself because there is always someone listening. And that's a really important point we definitely wanted to share with you because no one is ever alone. As soon as you open your gateway, there's <laughs> there's infinite frequencies coming into play with you, you know. And everyone that we, we're aware of in these different frequencies, and remember, we can create any form we want. We can come into it in a, in a form that's perceived as human at, at any stage in existence and it's and, and it's a natural flow it's a natural evolution and yeah so some of you yeah we get that you've already experienced that but yet again feel that isolation of not being able to openly express that if it's in your work environment you know we we get that it's very tricky because to openly express this you can feel like you're going to freak people out but the fact that you've desired to share it automatically transcends yourself and elevates your you into a different presence and in that different presence when you have that self-acceptance will automatically bring forward to you in your existence those people who are already having the same experiences or not too dissimilar experiences and totally get that everything is possible therefore it's not discounted or who hard or um, you know, you're not classified into a limited form and boxed in which is really important as you grow.
So those of you who love architecture, because some of you, some of you, we get that your frequencies of creativity. Some of you are very much, you know, have come into a, an embodied energy that's existing that is still very much stuck in your um, analytical side. So it struggles to really open up both gateways of both because where we come from there's no left and right brain as such in that restrictive sense your right brain's creative here and your left brain's analytical that sort of morphs and uh, it doesn't exist and yet we'll refer to him again with Dr. Joe Dispenza you know he shift his 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 YouTubes and and the courses that he runs now with others of really shifting into that that frequency of understanding, but also with the ability to sh to create something that gives people an infrastructure. Because let's face it, this world still really heavily relies on courses that are run outside of you for wisdom and knowledge. But there comes a turning point where you recognise that it's not where it's at for you, and that you're quite content and happy to go along the expansion, recognising that the journey is, is that soul or whatever you want to call it, being, or or that you just recognise that you're a series of frequencies. And so sometimes for some there's stepping stones to that understanding, you know, and we've noticed that humanity tends to grip onto something. It tends to want to grip onto a level of knowledge and holds onto that level of knowledge for some time. For some people it's a nanosecond. For some people it's a lot longer. It's irrelevant. Um, of the time frame because, you know, once you're ready to go into timelessness, you really don't have any sense of time and yet you can show up to where you want to and that's not new, that's, that's been discussed for many, many years and as so many are speaking and sharing, a lot of this wisdom has been known, all the yogis, um, the, the most amazing ascended masters that have come through, you name it, there's been teachings out there for, for so long but it wasn't it was always shared for anyone who's ready to open and listen, but it wasn't espoused and embodied in, in physical forms of so many people in everyday life. Um, you're just by their own recognition because they've become tenacious and in grand desire to change who and what they're about and become a different resonance in their journey. And we'll give you an example of something that we're not we, we're sort of still in awareness of and still happening because we work with plants. And in this world, in the botanical world, it's all about knowing botanical names and common names, particularly botanical names, because everyone identifies with it. But not only that, plant identification is a, a big thing. If you want to work with plants in this world, you've got to be able to identify them. But where we come from, it doesn't work like that. In fact, it's completely different. And plants themselves don't come from that. Plants don't identify themselves with what a human being has called them. Neither do they identify themselves with what is um, what man or humankind have created as a way of establishing a particular plant family through, you know, their leaf shape and uh, and all sorts of things with that. Um, and plants will uh, self seed in all sorts of locations and be triggered by that, just like you don't consciously tell your heart to pump, nature has been doing that very effortlessly for eons, for eons. And there's no such thing of it ever ending because there's that that consciousness itself that is self-seeding all the time. So this is where it can be really tricky for some of you because if you're in a, in a profession or in a role where uh, a particular 
expectation is going on where you have had to adhere to people's um, resonance of where they're at and, you, you know, you've got to show up at a location, whether it's work or a, a group or a community, and they want you to embody where they're resonating. But it just... It, it, it's not where your knowingness is coming from anymore. Sometimes that can be quite tricky and your neural pathways are lighting up and your inner voice is saying, that's not me anymore, that's not me anymore, you know. And I get what you're saying. And so the, the way we we receive that understanding with you all and, and some of you are going, yeah, I've experienced that, but yeah, I know how to navigate it, I'm all cool, is to just love it, love it completely. Just love where everyone is at, including where you're at. And what happens is not only do you transcend that community, but you start navigating and drawing to you the people that are just constantly elevating their frequency. And just remember, the word elevating in these contexts doesn't mean better or greater. It's simply just elevating your frequency. Just like you've got theta, beta, gamma, we will say there is always more. There is more beyond the gamma frequency. And as, as people like Dr. Joseph Dispenza, who neuroscientists and physicists and all those people, uh, even people who uh, specialise in quantum physics, um, there's a, a conundrum even in those fields saying that, you know, quantum physics doesn't change. However, the understanding of what you believe around quantum physics definitely does shift. And, uh, and while there's a mass populace in that field of profession that doesn't want to recognise that, totally understand that, we do get locked into a pattern of thinking this is where it's at and I know this. But really, you're always going to evolve and as you evolve, your perceptions are constantly changing because different frequencies are coming into playfulness, creating different tapestries and therefore your perception cannot not change in what your belief system around factualization is. So the more you recognize that once you feel you've known know something, that once you know it, you know it, you're ready to surrender that, come back to the nothingness, only to know it again. And it's a constant cycle, but it can be exhilarating and liberating if you let it be. But with that comes the recognition that sometimes you outgrow your circumstances and you outgrow your situation and being ready and open to experience something else that maybe you don't know what that's going to be. So you might be working in a field, this body's working in the field of plants and has never ever resonated with botanical names, but it's required as part of the showing up to work to learn them. And every time this vehicle is around plants, the first thing it wants to do is commune with it. Any plant, commune. And this being which is mainly here and there's, a, there's always a holding frequency as different frequencies come and go. There's always an anchored frequency as the body, otherwise the body gets lighter and lighter and literally disappears and it, eventually it does, it disappears from one world. Sir Francis Bacon is one of your histories, one that was Saint Germain, you know, just, just gently disappeared and came and went. There's also some ma amazing gurus from India that disappear and then show up. So that's simply a play of light radiating and definitely it's possible. In fact, it's happening more frequently than you realise. Definitely in the Malias, you've got people that show up. You've got people that will, will fly through the trees and as soon as they see another human being, they disappear out of sight because they don't want to be seen. Because as you know, what would happen if too many people started seeing people flying through the trees? And yes, it is definitely a reality in frequency, sound, vibration. Absolutely a thousand percent. What would happen? You know, there's been so many sightings where people have tried to take photos and some people have been 
photographed, you know, but then never seen again or, or very rarely. There's a reason that because a mob effect can happen and uh, the instead of saying, okay, I want to go on that journey and just going on it, there becomes an obsessiveness about it to either prove or disprove, you know. and But for those people who don't need proof or, or to feel that they're on that journey to disprove something because they're just open to many, many possibilities, many, many realities, but it's what they choose to live in this reality then there's those of us who choose to live in multiple realities, but it's effortless, it's seamless. There's no separation. It's not like going through a wormhole and all of a sudden you wake up and you're in a different place, although for some people it is, definitely. But for definitely what we are, it's something much more smooth in transition. And uh, and it's interesting because you can make a connection with someone and it's, it's amazing and then you just can't go back into that vicinity around that person, not because they're not beautiful and amazing. It's because the journey has taken you on to a different tangent and maybe that would cause too much a disruption at this stage. And it doesn't mean you'll never meet that person or bypass them in some way in a very gentle flow. It just means that your your course has changed and you're, you're transcending what was and streaming in a very different collaborative um, resonance. And that's really a lot of fun because you love everyone that you've come into contact unconditionally, but you're also open to loving what's to come, even though you might not physically, in your physical presence, know what that is. You just know, you know, you can sense it, you can experience that there's something almost tangible, yet it hasn't grounded. And we'll bring it back to a relative experience that we can share with the Desert Dirt P. So in your years, 2019, no, we apologise for some of you. It's not years for you because you just re you, you resonate, but there are those who are tapping into years, so we do need to make that mention. Um, yeah, okay, we heard you. So you don't want us to? No problem. You get what we're saying. So time is transcendence. Uh, you... you you totally shift away from a linear time where, you know, everyone's checking their mobiles or iPads or phone, or if you've got a watch or your Apple Watch or whatever it is that you're utilising. Some of you are so attuned with the elements that you just get the timing, you know, as in you know it's 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know, and then maybe you're like what we are. We have no sense of time whatsoever, <laughs> you know. When we, we show up, we show up. When we don't, we don't. And that's just the way it flows for now. It will change again and again and again. But the Desert Stove Peapod, so what's been happening just very recently, and we would say in less than 24 hours, how's that, that our vehicle shifted into that realm again to bring information in about how the Desert Stove Peapod, and we call it that because everything has a synergy to nature. You know, we didn't call that where we come from, but we recognise that your flora, um, and in this case the flower, the Desert Dirt Pea, being Indigenous to Australia and since his body is located here um, and other places, uh, then that was a way of uh, creating an awareness of how biomimicry, which is quite big in your world, um, really is just at the beginning of a really, really amazing journey of how nature's architecture is really um, in harmony with the infrastructure of the human form. You know, the, the biology is very much in tune. So if you're creating a dwelling or somewhere where you want to house your vehicle, you know, your, your human, your physical form, 
um, and you want to create a dwelling for it, when you're looking at nature's architecture, that has a breath in it that connects you oh, sublimely. You know, the, the health benefits, the well-being benefits, because the dance of the elements has a sense of, it has a symbiosis to it. And, yeah, so some of you are really excited about that. And um, last year we were, you know, focusing and we were going to create something through Patreon. You know, because as we said, we're not into time. Um, you know, we haven't created videos because it's really not where we're streaming from. But, you know, if we meet someone who that's their skill level in this world, then we'll definitely go ahead and do that. But podcasts still work for us because it works through frequencies directly in a different way to videos. And that's why it's a very comfortable platform for us in this vehicle to utilise. But that is changing very soon. Um, we're creating um, other things that are more picturesque that we can share with you. Once we get someone who can um, meet this person to render them for you, we'll add it to um, the podcast as well, which is exciting, especially if we can do the rendering of the world where we come from. And, of course, we transcend that as well. It's just the next stepping stone. It's like reaching through um, um, a wormhole and then you can hear, you can see your hand go through it, even though it's not exactly that, right? So it's not like your Hollywood movies are making out put your hand through and you can't see the hand but you can see the arm on the other side looks well, a bit it's not too dissimilar to that or you've got great movies like inception um there were so many movies you know so matrix <laughs> so many movies to um shift an understanding you know of letting go of linear concepts and really shifting into a multidimensional because it's so rich in, 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 and rewarding when you allow your physiological state of affairs to flow in that and you'll find your body comes automatically into a state of well-being. It's just so natural because this energy really understands biology. It understands building biology. And actually in the world it is right now, building biology the way it's taught is so very, very limited even though it's perceived as something amazing, which it is, it's still being taught on a very limited context. But be aware that every time you step outside your door, right, you're seeing structures that are very, very heavy, very, very heavy within the earth structure. Then you're getting people who, you know, just everyday people or people who've chosen going to go into a profession of designing or architecture that are really, really resonating with the architecture of or designs within nature that want to create these things and they're not allowing concepts like budget constraints or it takes money because it really doesn't. What it takes is energy. If, if people allow the energy to flow and you've got that energy that creates a community, then that community, you know, and no matter how many people within that community, it could be one or two people getting together, their passion, their drive, their focus of intention, the frequencies that they will, they will draw to them will be able to create that project. And it's certainly what we're part of as assisting this be it body to bring this um, pod series together and grounding it into um, this world in a, a more delightful manner, more like effortless manifestation. So you've got some questions. So let's just answer that question. So back to how you attract. Um, yeah, Dr. Doja Spencer talks about how to, because he's very big on sharing the how to, because people have asked him to explain those as a tool 
to manifest that. So he's, check his courses out. He has courses. We, we, we won't be going that way ourselves and we won't be ever doing that. We did it once and it was for specific people and then we took them off once those people had um, touched base with it, even if it was for one of the modules only because that's just the way we flow. Nothing ever stays because everything's always being shifted and, and moved on from. But check them out because they are really um, amazing for people to who, who require that how-to something. But if you want to be brave within yourself and really start to trust your inner journey and your inner adventure, then tap into your dance of your elements. Tune into the element of ether, which is space, and allow your breathing to, in your core energetics, which means your hara, um, or your kundalini, it, it's all energy, right? And But the hara is in um, ancient texts is like a rod going through your body. Now remember, your body, it doesn't have like a, a straw. <laughs> it's not like that or a beam that goes straight down. Energy is pulsating, okay? So it's pulsating from within the core of the physical cell and every cell is that energy, it is that core energetics, it's the hara, it's not just one centrifuge through your body, it's every cell is pulsating. So then if you're allowing your focus to feel the resonance of that pulsation and you're allowing the resonance to direct you into ether, which is space, you'll feel this incredible fortification and then it's like giving you your own blueprint that's specifically tailored to you to help you understand and grow and either surrender your patterns that are limiting you to expanding where you want to go or stratospherically catapult you into something that is so comfort, comfort, comforting in the unknown that you'll just feel this amazing sense of excitement and peace simultaneously. But remember, there's no one way to experience or express anything. And whatever experience you're having is valuable and valid to you. And it's not about like the old consciousness that people were experiencing, some people are still experiencing that, where they need other people to come on board with them in order to validate their own experience. You know, it's like that monkey mind. You need other people to validate that your experience is real for you. So, you know, you want them to believe what you've had is a real experience. And then, you know, once you, you, know, you let go of that neediness to have that validated and just know your experience has just been your experience. And you don't need someone to say, yeah, I get it. I get that it's real for you. I get that I get it because I, I whatever you. You know, you get it because you get it. You get it because you're aware. And there's always infinite frequencies nodding their head at you saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be another a person. You know, you don't have to rope people into your world in order to validate yourself. You get to that stage where, you know, it is what it is and you just want to keep growing. But you might be impulsed to then share your experience, but without the attachment of having a thousand likes on your Instagram or getting on Facebook and creating your tribe. You know, you transcend that again, you outgrow it. You know, and then people come back and say, yeah, but, you know, that's how I can make money and I can I do that. Everything is energy. You can create amazing things. Money is one energetic stream. There are so many ways to create through. And it's amazing when you let go of one stream of um, resonance and allow infinite streams how things can really, really manifest. It's exciting. Give it a go when you're ready, but only when you're ready. 
And just before we leave this podcast, yet again, we want to say thank you. It was It's you that's brought us back into doing the podcast because we um, let go. And because different frequencies come in, so, some frequencies go, yeah, no. <laughs> and then there's frequencies like us, yeah, it's time, let's do it, you know, in this moment. Time in the timelessness sense. But there are there is another series of frequencies that are going to be coming through shortly um, that's about something completely different, very much on the the biomimicry um, phrase or phase in this body's journey. So those of you who are really excited, because you know so many of you are looking for dwellings, so there's there's a bit of fear around it. Will I ever have my own home? So tiny house movement. We noticed, we, you know, we took this body on that journey and went to the big carnival that was in Sydney. That was awesome, very exciting. So thank you to all those people who put that on. That was hugely fun. It was huge fun. Everything's fun. Just through the sheer creativity of it, right? How you can create great spaces without taking a lot of space up. How you can let go of the need to have lots of stuff. What do you actually require to have a, a full and enriched life? You know, all these things spark and ignite questions. You know, no one wants to be a slave to that, that, that drive where you've got to be in a lot of debt. Why, when the universe is abundant, why, why do people still, still, you know, navigate the neural pathways of being in debt? You know, all these things start to be questioned. So looking at how you want to live, do you need a big house with empty spaces? You know, what do you actually require to live an enriched life? It's different for different people and it's all wonderful. But what we noticed and why we've been able to come in and the way we have and the next round of frequencies that are due to come in very, very quickly now um, is that this this fear um, and uh, concern about, not by all and definitely not by you, we get that, um, around creating dwellings. So there's an excitement about creating a place to, um, and, and to share as an embodied energy, as nature, with nature, taking biomimicry to the next level and creating communities, cities, whatever, in a totally different frame of reference. Great things are happening in your countries like Sweden. You know, different people are getting together and collaborated, different professions, people in their everyday life are getting other people together and wanting to create communities that are just the earth itself, but creating infrastructures that just feel... As, you know, provide this state, beautiful state of equanimity where your tapestries of um, symbiosis are just totally in harmony with another. And you notice the, and what's really exciting for what where we were coming from is we have noticed, and what has enabled us to come into playfulness is that we notice there's this sense of beautiful peace in these people. There's a calmness in their heart center, and so this is because where we come from, that's we're all heart. And it's very, very calm. It's very, very placid, actually. Um, and, you know, within that, our, the neural pathways around the eye, you know, which is, you know, as Dr. Sh uh, Joe Dispenza, we've noticed he starts to call it his first eye. Well, we get that because it's for us it's our only eye. We see many worlds through that one eye. And when we come into this form, we see less through the two eyes and still utilise that one gateway because it's through that one gateway that you're able to perceive infinite gateways. So the next lot of frequencies will probably share more about gateways. Definitely there's a huge focus on 
going to the next, taking biomimicry to the le next level, it's certainly something that they're only coming into because it's already out in what you call your marketplace. It's already being spoken about. It's already being shared by your beautiful um, physicists, biophysicists, people who recognise that while they might have spent years studying to gain a qualification, they're absolutely out there on TED, on um, they're doing their YouTubes, saying, yeah, we get those people, are just everyday people are doing amazing things just because their desire to shift and transform their life and their world has called upon them to grow. But their calling may not have been going through the academia of the world, whereas these people had has. There's this level playing field that's playing out, which for us makes our hearts sing even, even louder because it's recognising no matter what's taking you on your journey to go through what levels, whether it's studying here and not studying there but going on a life journey experience, it's all amazing. It, you know, it's all amazing. So thank you so much for participating. Thank you so much for those of you who we were hearing you all the way as we were recording this podcast. We hear you, we love you, and we honour you always. Namaste for now, and we look forward to, well, it won't be us. It'll be a new range of uh, frequencies. So maybe we'll catch you in our reality, <laughs> up, in the, up in the clouds. Namaste. Enjoy your flow.